We saw with our own eyes miracles happening. We have verified miracles that happened. We experienced an incredible presence of the Lord through the worship and through the entire thing. So look on Firestorm Houston Facebook page and Firestorm Houston YouTube channel, and you will see the live streaming, which we did have some problems with the sound and so forth, so we have edited that. So if you saw it before and were concerned about those problems, they have been fixed. And you can see it with your own uh, with your own television or wherever and experience the presence and the miraculous moving power of the Holy Spirit. Firestorm Houston Hope and Glory is the name of our conference we just finished and we are so excited about the Lord. He is, he is inhabiting the praises of his people, and he is visiting us, and he is making his habitation in all his miraculous glory with us. And so today, we want to talk about prayer. And I like the title that the Lord gave me because it's so succinct. We must pray from heaven, not from our mind, not from our opinions, not from certainly the multitudes of needs we have here and there, everywhere, all the time, but we, we pray from heaven. So the title today is Praying from Heaven. So I'm excited <laughs> about prayer too because prayer, through prayer, God meets with us. He ignites us. He changes us. He reveals to us and releases and imparts himself to us. There is a dynamic combustion of his vast and mysterious nature of love. And when we enter in with him into that place of prayer, change happens. You know, Richard and I, we've gotten new computers, we've gotten new devices, and it's always a traumatic experience. <laughs> Change can be a traumatic experience, but you and I, we must change the vision of our minds. Uh, the Lord gave me a vision one time of, of the mind of man, the carnal mind of man, and it was like I saw inside our brain, and it was like atrophied and crystallized. It was like thoughts we had years and years and years ago just crystallized and froze in there. <laughs> So we've got to stir up our mind. We've got to stir up and we've got to put on the mind of Christ so that we can pray from heaven because every season in the Lord, listen, every season in the Lord is a new season. It's, it's a new level in Christ. It's a new maturity in Christ. It's a new and more powerful prayer king. <laughs> we are prayers. And so we pray, and we must go with God as the kingdom of heaven 
expands and moves and, and in us becomes more and more powerful. So we must connect to the power source in a new and different and more effective way. God is not religious. He doesn't fit in a box. He's not repetitious. He's sovereign and he's spirit. He is not human, not human, not human. He is not human. He is spirit. And so there must be, in order to pray from heaven, there must be a close relationship with him. Our spirit must be in constant communion with him so that we can see as he sees. So I'm always afraid I'm going to miss something. I was always like that growing up. I didn't want to go to sleep because I was afraid if I went to sleep, I would miss something. Something exciting would happen while I was asleep. Well, you and I, we don't need to miss anything. The old season is over. If we try to, if we try to operate in the old season, then we're going to miss stuff in the new season because our brain, our carnal human brain, is still going to be going, this is what we did. This is how we did it. This is what we did. <laughs> it's not how we did. It's not what we did. It's what is he saying. What is he seeing? What is he doing now? And when the seasons change, we take out our clothes for that season and we hang them up somewhere and we get out our clothes for the new season. Of course, in, in Texas, there aren't very many seasons. <laughs> but that's what I've heard in other places in the world. There are actually seasons where the leaves fall off and, and sometimes there's even snow. You know, in Houston, <laughs> Texas, where I live, um, if there's snow every 15 years, life stops. <laughs> well, you and I, in the seasons in the spirit, we must move with him so that there is an interior change. We don't want information. We don't want information about prayer techniques. We want to learn how to go deeper in the spirit. But the Bible says, let the fountains of the deep come forth. The spirit is deep. We want to go deeper in the spirit. It's like snorkeling. It's like the, the difference between snorkeling and scuba diving. I actually, uh, before I met my husband, I dated a scuba instructor. At that time, I was afraid to get my face in the water. Well, I still am kind of that way. <laughs> and yet I was dating this real handsome scuba instructor. And so when he said, do you want to take my scuba course? I said, oh, yes. <laughs> and so I took the scuba instructor of course, and we went snorkeling and then scuba diving in the Caribbean. And suddenly I discovered that even if I could get past my fear, that deep in the ocean is a new world. And so you and I, we must learn to go deeper in the spirit because the deeper we go, it's a new world. And so effective intercession is a work. And our lives and circumstances can only be as power-filled. And our prayer can only be as power-filled as our connection to him. So Jesus is the door. He's the word. We war in him, through him, with him. And so in other words, we pray through him. He is our intercessor and with the Holy Spirit who intercedes through us. In other words, praying from heaven. So we must awaken inside of ourselves the relationship with Christ in us, the treasure in us, 
the who that we're becoming because heaven, the kingdom of heaven, is in my heart. Many years ago, I did a conference, and the, um, the main speaker um, had just written a song called Heaven is in My Heart. Whoa, heaven is in my heart. Well, that's a deep, profound principle. Heaven is in my heart. And so I'm going to pray from heaven in my heart, not from my carnal mind and my carnal intellect and my carnal thinking. So Matthew 6, verse 5 says, but when you pray, go into your room, your inner room, your secret chamber, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. So that scripture tells us we go into the secret chamber. The word door uh, means a portal or an entrance. So this door is literally an entrance into heaven. So we go through that door. Now, there was another door in Revelation that we talk about, Revelation 4.1. So the revelator, he, sees, he says, after these things I look, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. Now, this is another realm. A door leads somewhere. So this is another realm, not the earth. This is not the earth. And, and he says, and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here and I will show you things that must take place. And immediately I was in the spirit. So look at the progression of these events. First, he had to look. So you and I, we have to look. If we don't look, it's not going to just hit us on the head. We have to look. Then he saw the door. He was seeing the way to go into the heavens. Then he heard. Then there was an invitation. And after that, he was caught in the spirit. Start looking. Seek. The Bible says if you seek, you will find. So we look. And so what did he see in heaven? And you can look at all that in Revelation, but in, in Revelation there is, of course, the throne of God, the, the creatures, the living creatures, the, the colors, the thunder, the lightning, much activity in heaven, but also around the throne, it is a governmental arena because that is where the king, the judge, resides on his throne and judges among the nations. So if you look in Isaiah 2, 3, it says, Many will say, Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. For out of Zion, he will teach us his ways and we'll walk in his paths. Out of Zion, out of Mount Zion, shall go forth the law and the instruction. So it's the governmental arena of heaven where the king lives, where the judge lives, where he judges. So let us go up into another realm and get heaven's perspective, get heaven's decree, get heaven's judgment, get heaven's laws, heaven's rules. Matthew 6, 9 teaches us that, teaches us to pray. My Father, which art in heaven, in another realm, holy is your name, your kingdom. Oh, kingdom is in our heart. Your kingdom, your will be done in this earth. That's praying from heaven because he taught us this. You pray that what is in heaven 
will be done in earth so that, so that we live from day to day by the daily bread, by the forgiveness of the Lord. Just look at it. It's on your screen. That, that, that he, and that he not lead us, that we be tempted. He doesn't lead us into temptation. He delivers us. And so we pray that. But yours is the kingdom, O king, in the heaven. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. So where is heaven? Heaven is within us, Luke 7, 21. And Jesus is the door. John 10, 9. I am the door. Anyone who enters through me will be saved. He will come in and he will go out freely. <laughs> I love that. So we live in heaven because Jesus is the door. And so Jesus Christ, if you have not accepted him as your Savior, Jesus Christ is your door to heavenly realm. He's the door. The kingdom is within. Now, we have other doors in us. We have doors that we close. We have doors because of anger and wrath and rage and grief and bitterness. And those doors slam on the inside of us. That's why Psalm 24 says, lift up your heads, O gate, ye doors, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Come in and go out. Come in and go out. That's what John 10, 9 in the Amplified says. So you can come in and go out. Come in and go out. Open the doors in your, in, your, in your heart. Open the doors to the presence of the Lord, to eternity, to the throne room of God. Colossians 1.27 said, God willed to make known. We need, we need to know, and it's his will that we know the riches of the glory of this great mystery, which is Christ in us, Christ the door. Christ the door to heaven within us. Um, we used to have an evangelist that came to our church many years ago. He came about every three or four months, and he always preached the same message over and over and over. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I never did get it. I'm not kidding. Months and months, years went by, and I never get it. I would, I would go home at night, and I would go, okay, in me, are you in there? Hello, are you in there? But I was looking with my mind. I was looking with my natural senses. I wanted to feel something. I wanted to see something. I'm an artist, and I've always wanted to see everything visually. I want to see it with my eyes. And so I didn't get it because I was looking with the wrong eye. I was looking with natural carnal eyes and natural carnal intellect. But Joel 2 says, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping, rend your heart. Now, you know, back in those days, they did religious things. And they used to tear their garments and throw ashes on. Well, the Lord was teaching the children of Israel through all those journeys. He was teaching them that he is of the heart. He is of the spirit, not of the outward man. And so even Isaiah 64 once says, rend the heaven. So tear into that place. Open that door. Bust that door open so that inside you can divide soul from spirit and you can understand what is the, the, the hidden things of the spirit. We've been trying to perceive the hidden things of the spirit with the carnal, dirty eyes and lenses of the self, of the carnal soul. Hebrews 4.12 tells us very clearly 
that the word that he speaks is powerful and it has the ability to divide between soul and spirit. To pray from heaven, we must understand the division between soul and spirit. I didn't understand back then because I was trying to understand with my soul, with my mind, and my will and my emotions. But Hebrews 4 says, 4.12 says it, that that word, sharp as a two-edged sword, it penetrates to the di- dividing line of soul and spirit. It analyzes and sifts the thoughts of, of the, and the purposes of the heart. So we still the mind. We tell that mind that's working, 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 working. My mind is always going, always going, always going, always thinking, 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 thinking. I used to talk about stinking thinking. And a lot of times our, our minds are stinking thinking. Now, you Germans out there, I was preaching in Switzerland and I was teaching on stinking thinking. And this is what I think they said. Y'all can tell me. I think I probably had a little bit wrong, but it sounds really funny because the, the translator was going, stinking, gadinking. <laughs> stinking thinking. I don't, that may not be right, but stinking, gadinking. We don't have stinking thinking in the spirit realm because we learn to put on the mind of Christ. The carnal mind is literally hostile to God. Romans 8, 7, it says the mind of the flesh is hostile. That that word there, in Greek it means bitter rancor, bitter hatred. The mind does not want to have anything to do with the things of the spirit. And so we must change our mind. We must change our mind. Deep unto deep. We said that earlier, Psalm 42, 7. Deep unto deep, a prayer to God of my life. And so the prayers praying from heaven come from in the deep. There's a a book by a mystic named Jeannie Guyon, Into the Depths of Jesus Christ. And so we go deep into the depths of Jesus Christ. Think of it as the the carnal mind is like the surface of the shallows of water. And yet we have to go deep into the innermost being. In fact, there's a really interesting scripture in Job um, that says, uh, Job 38, 30, it says, the water's hardened like stone and the surface of the deep is frozen. (laughs) And so you and I, sometimes we have the deep innermost being in us frozen. It's frozen and the door is closed. And we must allow the breaker anointing. He is the breaker. Christ is the breaker. He's the door. We must allow him to break through into our our inner being so that we can learn to live in the sight and the light of the spirit, of spirit seeing. The inner chamber is breaking that, that, that frozen self into inner seeing and inner praying so that we can see and we can be praying from heaven. Ezekiel was a priest and he was a prophet. And Ezekiel 1, it says, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. See, a lot of us, we have dreams. We think they're, we think they're God and they're not. They're pizza dreams or hormone dreams or fear dreams or anxiety dreams. There are dreams from God. But that comes with relationship. That comes when we learn to see from heaven, from heaven within our hearts. And so we draw near to him and we begin to see what that throne is like with that great. He saw Ezekiel. He saw 
splendor and glory and power and whirlwinds. And so that's what we want to do. We want to learn to expect life to jump out of us when we pray. We don't want any more duty prayers. We don't want any more laborious prayers. We don't want to pray and rote and just say, do this, do this, do this. I have this need and this need and this need. We want to touch God and have him vibrate in his power through our every thought. We want to be able to discern his intent and therefore connect with his purposes. Now, there are all kinds of different prayers and all kinds of different prayer techniques, but it's the Holy Spirit in us that prompts us to pray effectual, fervent prayers, active prayers, powerful prayers, James 5.15, energy-filled, power-filled prayers. So we, His prayers, Holy Spirit, releases and directs, releases and directs our prayers. God's Word, Jesus, the spiritual light. God's Word is the cause in a cause and effect relationship versus human emotion and mind and desire. So we pray according to His Word and His will, not our mind. The force of the spiritual process of prayer cannot be seen with our natural eyes. It cannot be seen with our mind. The prophetic insight of seeing prayer comes when our prayers become the activation of truth, eternal, spiritual, ultimate truth that is already imparted, not our mind. Spiritual truth, praying the word, praying the prophetic word, praying the revelatory word. So we see that God's intentions are already accomplished, so we pull those things down out of heaven or up out of heaven, and we decree and we agree in the spiritual realm and we bring them from heaven into earth, into our dimension from his mind, praying from heaven from his mind. So the spiritual transaction, the effect of this, will be the equivalent of spiritual energy or dunamis power. So answers come and insight comes and visible miracles come and revelation comes. So we receive as well as we give. We don't pray, 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 till I'm just exhausted from praying. No, as we pray with life, we receive that life at the same time. And his power is released, not because of us and our prayer, but because of agreement and our faith in that agreement and cooperation between God and man. So the key is see, seeing in heaven. That's what watchmen do. Isaiah 62, verse 6, he's appointed watchmen. It says day and night, prayer, pray. Pray without ceasing. That's what Paul says. Pray without ceasing. And watchmen see in heaven. They watch in heaven. They don't watch, oh, the devil's doing this, the devil's doing this, he's doing this, he's doing this. <gasps> and then we have horrifying dreams where the devil shares with us his plan. This is not the seeing that we're talking about. We're talking about seeing into heaven, seeing into God's realm, praying then from that heaven. 
I was once uh, nearly killed. My husband and I were uh, on vacation, and we were in um, the Caribbean, and we almost drowned in the Caribbean. And we had a miraculous delivery. I won't take the time, but we, we were, it was impossible what happened. We, we were caught in an undertow, carried way out to sea over our head. And I got back, and this friend of mine called, and she said, what were you doing on Saturday? And I said, why? Because that was the day we were nearly killed. And she said, I was praying in the spirit for you all afternoon. Well, she was praying when we were almost being killed, and it helped save our life because she was a watchman on the wall. So praying from heaven is seeking, seeing, releasing, opening the doors, letting the king in and out. Praying sometimes through music, sometimes through songs. He gives us songs. Praying in tongues. Paul said, I'm, I'm glad I pray in tongues more than you all. Praying in tongues is speaking mysteries. Holy Spirit praying through us. Making sounds. Sounds from heaven. Sounds of those creatures around the throne that our ears are not used to. So there are all kinds of releases of the presence of the Lord. But always, always, always praying from heaven is praying with heaven's authority. <laughs> because he gives us permission to act in his power. So we practice his presence. And we practice and allow that throne and the river around the throne to pour out of us. So we pour heaven out of us. We pour Holy Spirit out. We drink of heaven's atmosphere in his word. And then we release that Holy Spirit inside. We exchange heaven's love and pour it into prayer. We have union and communion with God. And it produces heaven's life. And prayer changes the hearts. And out of it then causes the burden of God's heart. To be released through our prayer. It's time for us to learn not to pray according to what we see the devil do, but according to what God. Jesus said, I don't say anything I don't hear my father saying. I don't pray anything I don't see my father doing. I don't, I don't do anything that I don't. You and I must learn to see the door and go through the door and pray from heaven, and pray that power into the earth, because then it will be a life changing. So God, I pray that everyone in the sound of my voice will have life changing experience in prayer, and that you will learn and you will receive yourself that life as it flows from heaven's throne out through your mouth, and it begins to change acts and it begins to change families and it begins to change people and nations territories realms spirit realm lord teach us to pray teach us to pray oh god teach us to pray that we might pray from heaven with your power and your authority and your love and your energy and we thank you oh god you